welcome back. You're listening to episode 98 of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as... Children Concluding Pregnancy. What a pacing on that. Well, I didn't want to be, like, too enthusiastic about it. (laughs) Children Concluding Pregnancy. (laughs) Right. Um, Didn't want to do that. So, yeah, this week we watched... Never, rarely, sometimes, always. Nailed it. Yeah, unclear on the cadence. You're supposed to read that one. There's no punctuation. Uh, I think that's how you're supposed to read it. Just like straight through. Never, rarely, sometimes, always. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was released in 2020. Great year. Uh, Eliza Hit... <laughs> what a year. <laughs> Eliza Hitman uh, wrote and directed... It made roughly $5 million at the box office, and, or I'm sorry, had a budget of roughly $5 million and made uh, roughly 260000 at the box office. And it was distributed by Focus Features. Oh, and one more note. Uh, the reason, one of the possible reasons that this made so little at the box office is it came out on March 13th, mm. 2020. Yes. A.K.A. Indeed. Lockdown um basically genesis yeah yeah <laughs> kind of like right after that yeah. the world shut down I, I remember where i was march 13th yeah me too uh, anyway it's, the, it's like you know your kids are gonna ask you someday yeah, like are. where were you when jfk Nine, was shot where were you when pearl harbor happened ours is where were you 9/11. when lockdown started 9-11 and lockdown we were alive for 9-11 don't remember 911 that much. Oh, I do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what background do you have on Never Really, Sometimes, Always? Okay. The genre of this movie is drama. I agree. It w- I agree. <laughs> it premiered. I don't always agree. This time I do. It premiered at Sundance. I agree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the runtime, don't you dare do it again, is 101 minutes. And we watched it on HBO Max. <laughs> this movie is set in Pennsylvania and New York City. Mm-hmm. The main characters are Autumn and Skylar. But there is a guest appearance by the actress slash singer Sharon Van Etten. Um, Sharon Van Etten of fame of being on... I th- did she make my top ten albums last year? Oh, this is awkward. I think she did. Okay. <laughs> Fame of being on Caleb's top 10 of 2019 <laughs> albums. Wow, it's going to be really awkward if that's not true. So we'll we'll check it out. It'll just get cut out. <laughs> um, okay, so a brief synopsis of this movie. Yeah, hit me. Tell me. Um, Autumn is a 17-year-old teen from Pennsylvania mm-hmm. who finds out she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um but doesn't think she is ready to be a mother. So in order to get an abortion, she has to travel to New York City due to Pennsylvania law. And uh, the majority of the movie is kind of showing the audience what that process is like. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. I'd say similar to last week's film, it had a... Not necessarily a documentary, but a, like, mm. true-to-life oh, kind of yeah. Yeah. telling of the story. Um, is, didn't sugarcoat it, maybe. 
And bare bones. I like sugar. I do too. You know, a little bit. You know, we need to not eat foods that are sugar coated, but every once in a while, you just want that food with some sugar coating, like a jelly donut. Crave it. Ooh, good (laughs) connection. We did have jelly donuts. Go ahead. Today. Do your uh, Hebrew. Oh, sufgani oat. There we go. Um. Anyways, yeah. Happy so that's, Monica to all the Jews out there. Okay. So <laughs> so that is what the movie uh, is about, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, I don't even think you're leaving anything out. I mean, minutia and details, obviously, but... Yeah. Uh, what do you want to talk about next? Okay. So, like you said, this movie is, you know, about a young girl who gets an abortion... Or once end her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And in that regard, I feel like it probably was like an accurate depiction of that. But I felt like it kind of left some, like, there was a lack of dialogue in this movie. And you know how I like dialogue. There were, yeah, a lot of like, and I don't. I'm, I'm sure some of it was to set mood, you know, of like, just can't think of words right now type of thing. Like, Yeah. I, under, I understand that, and that's no. a good point. Explain, explain you. But I feel like dialogue helps us with character motivation and character development. And there wasn't any. I can't wait movie. till we get to the fix this movie section. You're right. I shouldn't fix it right now. But I was disappointed. Oh, no. I, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> no, just you're saying fine. I can't wait. Good. Oh, I, that was genuine? I'm sorry. Okay. I just feel like Skylar, Autumn's cousin, mm-hmm. had plenty of opportunities to at least be sympathetic and say something. Yeah, she wasn't doing a great job. I mean... She was there for her, which is nice, because like nobody her, else was. Yeah, her physical presence. But that's just because nobody knew. Her parents didn't know. Well, she still didn't have to go with her, though. Right. On this journey and, like, sleeping in public places and stuff. It wasn't like a super luxurious trip to New York, you know? Oh, for sure. I would agree with that. But I, I do agree that, yeah, she could have been a little better about... She could have, yeah. But, like, that could have also just been a maturity thing mm-hmm. and maybe she didn't have a lot of words for what her cousin was going through well, she could have tried I mean. it seems like uh yeah autumn wasn't surrounded by a lot of great people in her life yeah oh uh, yeah like early shots um of her home life kind of the dad is you thought it was a stepdad and I was just a guess. I don't yeah, her father he or stepfather. Yeah. Um, didn't seem like a great guy. Kind of weird as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, jumping way ahead, we do find out later uh, with the title of the movie here, Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, is when um, one of the counselors at the abortion clinic is asking her questions and saying, you should answer never, rarely, sometimes, or always. As Caleb predicted last week, yes, 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 please hold your applause. <laughs> I said it last week that you were correct. Um, But now back to serious mode. (laughs) Um, One of the questions, I think, was like, 
were you forced to have sex against your will or something? And she answered yes. Um, I think she might have, or she, just, she answered like sometimes maybe or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one. Um, another one of the questions was, uh, so your partner ever hit you yeah, or physically yeah. abused you? And the answer was not never. I guess if the answer is not never, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was like the only part of this movie where we like learn anything about her really. Yeah, that's true. We Which don't is... find out who the father is. Spoilers, you don't get to know that, I guess. I mean, I think I know who it is. Who? The guy that she threw water on? You think? I thought that guy was just... Okay, I so said at the very beginning, mm-hmm. there's a little talent show, and she gets, like, heckled a little bit. Yes. And oh, then her... That guy, like, yelled. Yeah, she... I, I just yeah. wasn't sure what he yelled, so that's why I say heckled a little yeah. bit. I don't know. Like, it was very brief, and I don't know what he said. I can understand him. Yeah. Um, but anyways, then her family goes to like a restaurant afterwards, and I think it's that guy is there, and I thought he she was throwing the water on him because of that. That's what I thought too. Okay, well, you think he's also the father though? Yes. Okay. I think may my theory is that he found out, and then now is like gonna bully her and distance himself. Okay, another possible theory I would say is creepy grocery store manager ew yeah or and this is the ultimate weird one or stepdad yeah yeah he's doing something weird with the dog we're not sure what he was pleasuring the dog the female dog and saying that she likes it and she's easy yeah uh so wrapping back to my original point there i guess Autumn doesn't have a lot of great uh, people around her, so Mm-mm. kudos to Skylar for at least going and being a physical support system, if not a great yeah. mental support yeah, system. Or... At least she was there. Yeah. What else you got? But I just feel like, how did the parents not detect something? Like, did they really not care about their kid? so much that they didn't notice she was doing a lot of shady things like not going to school beating herself up I mean they did give her a beer at one point yeah and she's 17 so yeah um yeah she just randomly pierced her nose I think she She didn't really say anything about that (laughs) well Skylar like complimented her and she was like but what about the parents I mean yeah, they didn't even seem to notice. So they are just very oblivious that they have a pregnant child who's self-harming, self-mutilating. disappears for like four days. Yeah. and What she did text her at some point and called her once randomly. And said that, I think she said in the text that she was staying at Skylar's. Right. Which Skylar's but- also gone. And the mom didn't then call her either like sister or sister-in-law and be like... Hey, that's it. Well, you gotta trust your kid at some point. They're seventeen, right? I know, but she didn't. You okay? You can trust your kid, but you can still check up on them. And maybe that did happen, and we just didn't see it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Can we now talk about the bus guy? <laughs> I think we can get. Uh, I guess that was like sort of a plot point 
Go ahead. I mean, it definitely needs to be covered, if only briefly. So they meet a guy on the bus who is probably around their age. Like, I didn't think he was, like, old, right? Well, must be over 21. But I don't actually think he is over 21. Okay. Because here's my here's my um, inference on that. When he's pressuring them to drink alcohol, he says a lot of clubs in New York don't card. But he could have been. Okay. The oldest I'm saying is 21. Like, definitely seemed young. So he's, I guess, flirting with Skylar. And they exchange numbers. And that was, like, kind of creepy, I guess. But I feel like he got even more creepy later on when he was just being super, like, pressury to to eat with him and to drink with him and to go to a concert with him and and I mean Skylar at least made out with him in order to get money so that was uncomfortable but they had to because they were out of money I guess even though the the counselor at the clinic said that they could find them a place to, to sleep for the night she didn't have to do that. Oh, and the guy looked like Jack Antonoff. Like the younger a Jack Antonoff slash the guy from Atypical. Who I'm still not convinced it wasn't. Thoughts on the creepy guy? I mean, I agree he was creepy, but I don't know. Like, I guess to the detriment of this movie, what the point of that character was was yeah. it just to show that like there are creepy guys out there kind of like the creepy grocery store manager um who like prey on these young girls unclear i mean it seemed to be pretty much i want to say no harm no foul but little harm like mm-hmm. it seems like he's pressuring skylar to go back to his apartment or something yeah but then they just, like, make out for a little bit, and then he gives them the money. He's like, okay, bye. <laughs> so, I mean, it didn't end up being that bad, which seems like a weird message to send. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying there. Um, I think kind of what you were alluding to is, I would even say every guy in this movie, with the exception of maybe, like, an extra somewhere, or maybe one of the doctors, was a creep. Yeah, that is a good point. There weren't a lot of men in this movie. And, yeah, there weren't a lot of men. And when they were portrayed, it was in a poor light. Yeah. Which just shows you it's a tough guy. A tough time for guys out there. It's a scary time for boys. Yes. And so we gotta really love up on our men in our lives. We're joking, just so the audience knows. (laughs) But that felt... Um, intentional. Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about how, like, few men are in this movie, really, because whenever she goes to any of these clinics, it's all women, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. It's basically Even the then. few glimpses at the creepy hand kisser, and then, yeah, that guy. Even that guy they randomly saw uh, 
on the subway. Oh, yeah. He's, like, touching himself. Yeah. This is a great point. Thank you. What I'm trying to say is that creeps are out there, and they can lead to pregnancy. And so it's good to be aware of that, but it's also sad that that's, like, our society, and we need to break that cycle of raising our boys to be creeps. I was going to quote a podcast I listened to, but then you said it's a problem with the men, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, you're probably right, so I don't know if that's, like, a good thing to say. What? Well, they say, like, uh, I think it's, like, stay weird, be rude, stay alive, or something like that. But then, I mean... Yeah, and that's crime junkies. Mm-hmm. Copyright or whatever. <laughs> uh, they're saying that in reference to... Like, women being murdered by men. Yeah. Uh, like, be rude and don't, like, go along with something just because yeah. you're trying to be nice. It's not a bad message. I mean, but, it's sad, though. But it's, yeah, uh, tangential to the actual issue of toxic masculinity. All right, so, so this is a real lighthearted episode again. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> yeah, sorry for then doing these two movies back to back. Well, and I got bad news. Next week ain't going to be any lighter when we get to that. But um, the movie, it, the week after that as well. Oh, man. <laughs> there is some humor in that one, though. Oops, all bummers. I don't. Okay, I don't want to say that they're all bummers. It's just you have to be prepared for the fact that it's going to show some harsh realities about society and it's not going to sugarcoat it. Which, you know what? I think... Again, with the sugarcoating. No, no, no. It was just a little callback. Thank you for recognizing it. Um, As this is like our 30-something something indie movie. Mm-hmm. 38. Yeah. And I think that's something that indie movies do more than other movies is they're going to show you kind of the bare bones of something in a way that is real and authentic and it's going to make you think about so- like an aspect of society that maybe needs looking at. I think that indie movies do a great job of that. And it doesn't always have that, you know, that Hollywood element to it because it wants you to not, like, it wants you to actually think and not be placated at all. It's just, this is the issue. Watch it. All right, getting back to the movie, because I think we've really spun off on some different tangents here. Um, I'm going to talk about some different observations, maybe some more lighthearted things we've had them. If not, they can be serious as well. Okay, I will consult I, I can my... I can start one for you, a real lighthearted one. Um, so at one point, the girls uh, go to an arcade to hang out, and Autumn goes yeah. to play this game that is like 
a big glass container with a chicken inside. <laughs> and then you play tic-tac-toe against the chicken. The chicken, like, pecks this board to pick where he wants to go. <laughs> and you play tic-tac-toe against the chicken, and that's the game. And she lost. So the yeah. chicken is just too good. How do you lose to a chicken? Well, tic-tac-toe is a dumb game that you can, like... You can trap people. Yeah. It's... It's a little too simple. All right. Anyways, that's I've, my I looked in my notes, and the only thing that I can think of that is semi-funny, and it's a real stretch, and you might not even agree. Again, it doesn't have to be. I wanted to do this for you, Caleb. So I, I searched. Here it is. So she takes a bunch of vitamin C pills... Like, yeah, I'd love to hear Stay with me. Stay with me here. Why not? I know. This is just like a wild question. Why not have some fruit? Uh, what? So, for context, in this scene, she's attempting to give herself an abortion, basically, by, like, taking stuff to kill the baby and punching herself in the stomach. Don't get what you're trying to say here. Was that I'm a joke? Or? I'm trying to say instead of taking vitamin C pills, why not eat some fruit instead? Because there's only so much fruit you can eat. And vitamin C pill has like 200% of your daily value of vitamin C or something. And that must be something that can harm a, bit, a fetus. I didn't realize that was part of it. Now I feel bad. I didn't realize that was... Part of her giving her trying what do you think she was just like down in vitamin c pills for no reason kind of because what? earlier she was it was right <laughs> after she had googled self-abortion self-induced abortion okay but she had also just taken a swig of the cough syrup was that part of it too i thought that was just another poor decision a, she was making a previous time i think that was either like a bit later or a bit earlier I'm just saying she was putting a lot of harmful things into her body. I didn't know that that was part of it. I just wanted her to eat fruit instead of taking a bunch of vitamin C. All right. Um, So that was a very good observation by Kathy. I'm sorry. Thank you for bringing the observation. Um, You wanted something funny when this movie's not funny. I didn't say funny. I used the word lighthearted. Oh, okay. I, nothing in my notes is lighthearted. It's all and I said it doesn't have to be. So, okay. Here, here. I got something. I got uh, something. Okay. I don't think I'm gonna offend anyone with this statement. Okay. All right. So I know that they they originally wanted this to just be like a one day trip, but they brought a suitcase full of clothes and no book street. If you are waiting in a hospital, you need a book. Freaking Zoomers, am I right? Just got your phone. How would the phone maintain? I mean, I never saw them charge their phone. Well, I mean, that's not a thing you see a lot in movies, but it is a valid point here, maybe because they don't really like have a room or anything. So they just, I guess they are hanging out at like the Port Authority a lot, so they can probably just charge it there. But still, how would the phone still be alive, and why didn't they How have they not book? hit their data cap? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, was that 
Kind of lighthearted. That, that was better. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> um, it's tough with these kind of movies. One I have that is a bit of a stretch, but not too bad. Um, so when she goes, not like happy. <laughs> uh, so when she goes to the initial clinic mm. where they give her the the professional pregnancy test that is just like one you buy from CVS, um, she says, even if it is negative, it could be positive. <laughs> so it's like. Well, then what is the point of this? Yeah. But that then it's positive, so... and she says, no, if it's positive, it's positive. <laughs> Never heard of a false positive, this lady. Like... I feel like that's a thing. It is a thing. It even, totally is a thing. And with, like, pregnancy tests that yeah. you buy over the counter, I would think. Yeah. 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 She went to a shady women's clinic. I mean, not it seems like she was from a small town, so they probably didn't have a, like, it wasn't Allentown, but it was Allen something, like Allenburg or something. Okay, and I am not a doctor, so probably shouldn't even be pretending to know this. When you're a minor and you go to the doctor, they don't have to disclose that information to your parents, like, if you're pregnant. Like, is that a thing, or is that, like, state by state, or... I mean, like I said, I could be wrong. Been to a lot of Planned Parenthood. No, I'm just saying, like, you're their primary care doctor. I don't think they have to tell the parent that. Was that a primary care doctor? Or no. was that, yeah. No, I'm just saying, she could have oh, gone. Oh, you're saying she should have just gone to her doctor. Mm-hmm. But she, she didn't want to use insurance because then her parents would find out. Right, and... Yeah, I guess that'd be doctor conf- patient confidentiality. Because the mom did ask, like, do you want me to set you up an appointment with Dr. Pad or something? I mean, that being said, like, yeah, they probably would have found out, even these parents who seem pretty aloof. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, doctors are mandated reporters, so, like, if she was being abused or something happened, like, they would have to report that. But I'm just saying, purely like saying I'm pregnant, I don't think that makes it makes you have to tell the minor's parents. Yeah, I don't know how that works exactly. I don't know if that's a state by state law type of thing, or like if that doesn't fall under yeah. doctor. I don't know how it really works with minors. I guess like yeah. doctor patient confidentiality because I know there could be some as an adult when you go, it's like, is there anybody you're willing to release these files to, like that mm-hmm. we can tell or whatever, and you mm-hmm. give them a name if it's like okay to tell my significant other, or children or parents or whatever. Yeah. Children would be kind of weird, I guess, unless you're older. But uh, but yeah, I yeah. can't remember how that works as a child. I feel like they... your parent is always there. Yeah, you usually don't go by yourself. Yeah. That's true. But I'm just saying she could have gone to a more religious... But I'm... Yeah, I guess she was working with what she could Google, so... Well, do you have any more observations? Um, The lady... So the financial counselor at the Planned Parenthood-esque place in the New one, York. The one in New York, yeah. The yeah. legitimate one. Was saying, like... You could use private funds. I, I don't know if she meant like her money or what that meant. I, I thought I thought she was saying that we can like figure out a way for you to pay it for it, but like your parents wouldn't find out. 
some kind of private way. You just think that meant like paying in cash? That's what I'd think. Take oh. private funds as. Or not even cash, just like your money. <laughs> yeah. But she wasn't able to pay it all up front. So she'll probably have to continue to pay this place. I don't know. Just like, had you ever heard the term private funds? I've never been to an abortion clinic, Kathy. I don't know. I'm sure that's not the only place they use it. I had never heard that. Neither have I. It, it just stuck with me. Okay, you also found it kind of odd. Thank you. Uh, and it, it, can we can we fix the movie? Sure. Or is that in final thoughts? You can try to fix the movie. <laughs> you can try. Okay, this first thing you're gonna be like. But I think this would have added to it. Sorry, I don't know if the, everybody at home heard that. Eh. Okay. Music. Music was lacking from this movie. There was no, like, soundtrack. And since there wasn't a lot of dialogue, it was just very quiet. I mean, I guess you gotta hear the sounds of the city. You know, the lovely mm-hmm. sounds of New York City. But... It's, like, known that when a character puts on headphones in a movie or TV show, that music starts playing. (laughs) And she did that. What film school did Eliza Hitman go to? Yeah. I just don't don't understand. So I think music would have helped this movie because music also... Newton's trying to get into the... Podcast room. Yeah. His little paw sticking out. Oh, poor guy. Anyway, music adds to the mood and the vibe of a movie, and so that's number one. Put in some music. It can be, you know, independent music, music with local music. I don't know. Sharon Something. Van Etten song. Yeah. Why didn't they play 17? She's freaking 17 years old. Two on the nose. Disagree. Okay, so that's number one. Do you have a fix, or should I just keep going? I asked you, so... Okay. Like we kind of said before, I think her cousin should have provided some... I'm like QA. I just point out the problems. I don't fix them. Oh, okay. You're in development. (laughs) Okay. So her cousin should have provided a little bit more sympathy, or at least dialogue, to this movie. Because I think it's sad that we learn more stuff about autumn in just her little doctor survey like that's just not enough for me i want to i want to know her thoughts her feelings i want way more background we never got to see them in school and you know i love that so school also needed to be shown yeah there just wasn't enough heart in this movie me out. Okay. Um, oh, one more thing. One more thing. And then I'm done. Just one adult in this movie that could... Per- I know you're going to say, like, the counselor was being supportive. That's her job. I mean, somebody was doing it out of just, like, the kindness of their heart. No, no, I'm Just not- so the listeners know, I'm just sitting here not making <laughs> any faces, not saying a word. And Kathy is having a two-way conversation with herself. So I'm just looking at my notebooks my notebook getting ready for the final thoughts and she's over there i'm gonna say like i'm not even okay just one caring adult 
That's all this movie needed. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay, my final thoughts. Those are, weren't my final thoughts. I, I didn't say they were. Okay, those are my fixes. Okay, my final thoughts are, I agree with what you said. Thank uh, you. They're at the end, especially, about a little heart. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, well, an interesting and maybe a little bit different take on it of doing it in a very clinical and almost documentary a document documentative documentary style i think documentative is a word uh film allows you to like cut out the fluff a little bit and just like show people what it's actually like but i mean it's a movie and as we talked about you want some sure coding when you see a movie you know like it can be dramatized a little bit more yeah Give yeah. us a little more of a reason to care about this character. It's kind of like you were talking mm-hmm. about. Um, and the positive side, they did say the movie name in the movie. So always a big fan of that. Caleb loves that. He's such a sucker for that. Um, so yeah, overall, uh, two stars. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I gave this movie two stars. Out of? Five. Um, overall, I thought it was okay. Had some, like, the message is there. But really? What? I'm sorry. What? I said really. Well, the, I'm what? saying, I don't know, maybe I'm inferring it. The message of it's okay to get an abortion, but it's tough, and then men are creeps. That okay. message. All right, all right. Um, but could have used a little more fleshing out mm-hmm. and a little more character development. What about you? So... I'm pretty sure I suggested this movie for the pause. It's usually how it goes, and then I end up hating it. It's like, I don't know what goes through my brain sometimes. I mean, it looked like a Kathy movie. It did! I love coming-of-age stuff, but I don't feel like she grew at all in this movie. So then I just... I mean, is this gonna change anything in her life? I hope. I hope this impacts her somehow. But... There's gotta be a term for, like, a coming-of-age movie where the... You just feel bad for the character the whole time. Is is that... Can those still be coming of age? I feel like you yeah. feel good for the character at the end of a coming of age. Usually. Oh, you can still feel bad. I mean, okay, so it's still a coming of age movie? I just didn't know if it'd fall under a I mean, a sub-genre. poorly done coming of age movie. Ouch. I'm, I just... Like, the things I love about a movie, this movie didn't have. And I, I, t- I will give it one thing... For the intentionality, I feel like it wasn't it wasn't trying to sugarcoat like we've like I've said a lot, but in the fact that like it showed no sugar, please that's like the title of <laughs> but we want sugar no sugar added <laughs> nice that's good, right? Thank no you. sugar added yeah, like your nutritional facts, <laughs> yeah, which is like clinical, you know all right. We got it. All right, continue. Um, like the whole men are creeps thing. Yes, it and like the the stark realities. I think so. Of just adult subjects and problems that don't always happen to adults. It can happen to kids too. Like that was done fine, but there was just no humor. No heart, no music, no emotional development. There was some music. 
not enough. Not enough. Okay. okay. So those are my final thoughts. It just was missing too much for me to walk away from this and ever think of recommending recommending it to anyone. Never would be your answer if they yeah. asked. Would you recommend this? Never. Wow. Sometimes or always. What would your answer be? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh no, I'm sorry. Rarely, I guess is the lower one. Okay, I'm gonna Rarely. say like I want a complete list of the people that you plan on recommending this movie to. Um. Yeah, I feel like it was like clinical enough they could like show in a health class, maybe. No. No. <laughs> Just gonna encourage all these people <laughs> to go and get. And like we're saying this as people that like are fully in support of people getting abortions if that's you know their choice like it's fine but that i don't know i don't even know if that was the message of this movie i don't know it left a lot to be desired so that's it that's all i have okay let's rank never rarely sometimes always Where you got it ranked? 35. Holy moly, that's low. 35? Mm-hmm. That's being generous, Caleb. Where do you have it ranked? 35. Where do you have it ranked? I have it at 20. What? I, I cannot support that at all. Okay, I'm just going to throw a couple out there. Okay. And you're going to say, this is worse than that. Brick. I mean, at least JG <laughs> Um, Person to person. There was Don't a say l- at no, least Abby Jacobs. There was a little bit of humor and heart to that one. Okay. The unknown girl. Oh, for sure. That was a doc. That, that was a caring doctor doing all she could for her patients. On the rocks. Which one was... That was the one of Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, there was a mystery to that one, so... She liked it more than High Fidelity. She liked it less than High Fidelity, There was music guys. in High Fidelity. Wow, I want to just go through them all now. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Darko? It had a very weird, unique storyline. I don't think I'm going to win this argument, you guys. <laughs> It was better than Troop Zero, though, right? I disagree, actually. <laughs> I know, you marked it right under Troop Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so I would at least win that. <laughs> uh... Troop Zero had cute kids in it. I liked that movie. I don't know why you hated it so much. Man, uh, maybe I had it a little too high, but that seems very low. Can we bring it up to, like, just below high fidelity, at least? Let me see. Let me see what that would look like. It can't be behind the Nora Roberts movies. The Emma Roberts movies? Emma Roberts movies. So you want it at 33? Yeah. Sure. Let's give me that. Sure. Okay. 33. 33. So behind High Fidelity and in front of In a Relationship. 
I'm sorry Ooh. that you liked it better or more than I did. There's no need to apologize for your opinion, Kathy. Oh, You're thanks. fine. That was heartfelt. <laughs> that one sentence had more heart than this movie. A lover of heart and a lover of art, Kathy Liebenau. Put that on her tombstone. That's not. We even, found her last I guess, word. That's not even my name anymore. I mean, it kind of is. That's true. All right, and that's where that ranks. So now let's step into the book nook. What you reading? reading the book The Namesake by Jhumpa Lahiri and while I am enjoying it I I am it's pretty depressing and super slow going I want to finish it because I do think it's worthwhile and interesting but I am just really chugging along no uh dragging it's dragging. I'm dragging. Okay. It's, so like, it's a good story, you know, about immigrants trying to make it and, um, you know, struggling with being far from home and what it's like to have a baby away from your family, like, it's very fascinating. I, it just, it reads kind of more like a classic and not a thriller. What are you reading? I'm reading Authority, the second book in the Southern Reach trilogy by Jeff Vandermeer. Wow. Um, so yeah, I read Annihilation a couple years ago and really liked it. Um, and then saw the other two sitting on my bookshelf and was like, yeah, let's bang out this trilogy. So yeah, I just figured read them back to back. Just got done with both the mouse books. Uh, I can't remember if I talked about reading the second one, but I finished that one. You definitely talked about reading the first. Right. Yeah. Um, quick reads because they're graphic novels, so. Mm-hmm. Slogging a little bit at the beginning of this one, but it's starting to pick up, I think. So Good. hopefully it gets back into like... The Area X stuff, because that's the interesting stuff to me, not this corporate minutia that mm. this second book has started with. Fair. So we're both kind of dragging with our books. Mm-hmm. It's just a busy time of work as well, not to bring it down too much. So it's like, once I get off and have some free time, it's like, I don't even want to like focus on a book. I just want to yeah. like, sit and relax. I get that. It's okay. But it's no excuse. Anyways. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> Be gentle to yourself, Caleb. Self-care. Self-love. So, so yeah, that's what we're reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All over the place. Should we move into next week? Yes. Okay, so since we're two episodes away from episode 100. I know. Can you even believe? I know. Been doing this almost two years now. Wow. Almost two full years. Um, 
we figured we'd do something a little different for these last couple ones and so we both have picked movies that only one of us has seen for Mm -hmm. the other one to watch that is an independent movie that's one of our independent movies uh, that we enjoyed I had to go down the list a bit because a lot of my top ones I've seen with you Mm -hmm. or we've just both seen separately yeah Um, but I did uh, get to one that I think I know I really enjoyed. Hopefully you like it. We'll see. Okay. I don't know. It's another toughie, as I alluded to earlier. It's not like a super uplifting story, but I can handle um, the movie, anyways, without any further ado, uh, is Train Spotting, um, starring Ewan McGregor. Uh, this is a movie from like the 90s about heroin abuse. 1996. Yeah, so. I'm sure a lot of people out there have seen it, but Kathy has not, so I'm curious to hear her thoughts on it. And then the following week for episode 100, she'll be doing a movie, and do you want to just announce that now or next week? It's Captain Fantastic. Captain Fantastic, which I have not seen. So I figured this is like a do something special for the 100th episode type of thing. and Yeah. And the 99th. <laughs> Yeah, the last the last two before before the new year. Yeah. Don't worry everybody. We we plan on doing our top 10 albums of the year, but that'll right. be one on one. Right. Episode. So, you guys have the next 3 weeks all mapped out for you. Get excited. Yeah. Uh we should add that we did get train spotting from the library. Mhm. I saw online that it's on Amazon Prime, but I didn't double check. So, Okay. And yeah, I canceled my Amazon because they don't need my money. Exactly. Or deserve it. Um, but yeah, I think it used to be on something I watched on streaming originally, like Netflix or something. But Library had it. We were first yeah, in line. Yeah, it's a, an older movie, so it should be available at your library without a lot of holds in front of it, I wouldn't think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what we'll be watching next week. Do you want to take us out, Kath? It's okay if you only want to call your loved ones. You don't have to visit. It's not really safe to anyway. And on a related note, wear your mask. Correctly. Correctly. Over (laughs) your nose and mouth. Down under your chin. Don't yank it off to talk to people. That defeats the purpose, guys. I'm looking at you, Bill Self. I'm looking at you, teacher at the school. I'm looking at you, any coach in any sport when you watch... (laughs) sports right now it's like okay guys that defeats the purpose and like what kind of message is that showing your to your younger viewers as well like that's or to any viewers that that's okay to wear your mask like that it's not okay Mm. all right we'll be back next sunday bye